Have you ever felt like if you were finally able to get it together, whatever that even means, then you would be seeing far more results in your business? It's an easy belief to fall into in the online space. And while everyone is quick to tell you what they did to get it together and see more results, what I really care about as a coach is what works best for you specifically. So today we're diving into the third episode of the myth busting series and going deep on the belief that successful people have it all together. Honestly, I call BS. Not only that, but I think pursuing having it all together isn't actually the thing that creates more results and what I think it is instead. So today I'm sharing a mindset shift that's going to help you to create more peace, ease, and success that actually feels like success in your life and business and consequently creates bigger results because of it. You're listening to One Simple Shift and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my simple shifters. I am so freaking excited for you to be joining me for the third episode of the Myth Busting series. I freaking love these series. I have so much fun with them and I am so excited that you are back to join me for yet another episode where we are diving into another myth that shows up in the online space that I just want to shine a light on and shift. So today we are diving into the myth that you have to have it all together to be successful or rather successful people have it all together. Now, I think there is a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff we can get into here, but I want to start by saying there are so many layers to this, right? There are so many layers to what having it all together actually even freaking means and what that looks like. So let's just talk about that for a second, because I think that's a really important part of this episode. And I want to clarify the perspective to which I am coming to this topic with. Now, when we say that we have it all together, there is most likely a vision that comes to mind, a version of yourself that you think you quote unquote should be or should act like, behave like, be more like some version of should typically pops up when we talk about having it all together. So That is the most important piece of this puzzle, because I think this actually means something different for just about everyone, depending on your previous programming, how you were raised, how you like to move throughout your workday or your home life or what your life looks like. All of those factors come into account here, because when we think about that version of ourselves that has it all together, typically 
there is some vision that comes to mind. And with that comes a lot of shoulds. I should wake up at five in the morning. I should make my bed. I should have a better idea of what we're eating for dinner tonight. I should do all the dishes. I should be further ahead in business. I should have a bigger team. I should be communicating more with my team. I should not be spending as much on team. I should work less. I should work more. I should stop work earlier. I should spend more time with other people in my life instead of work. I should take less time off. I should take more time off. You get the picture here, right? Goodness, just going through all of those examples is exhausting. So that's what we're going to dive into. We're going to talk about all the shoulds. We're going to talk about what having it all together even means. And we're going to dive into why this is actually far less important than you might think. Now, it took me a really long time to actually get this. And when I say that, I mean that I spent way too much time in my life and in my business chasing this version that had it all together, chasing this version of myself that I thought I should be in order to have the business that I wanted, in order to have the life that I wanted. And I think that's important to point out here because it's not like I've arrived. It's not like there's some magical, mystical point where all of a sudden you never have these things pop up anymore where you think you shouldn't have it more together. It's just that I have done so much work to shift my mindset around this that it doesn't feel as important or charged as it did at one point in my life and business. And what I mean by that is I think that there are so many things, right? Like advice, tips, tricks, blueprints, timelines, do this, then that, all the things, right? There are so many things in this online space that have worked for other people. And I think that's great. And I think that's an amazing thing. And I'm so glad that we live in a time where that information is this available, But with that, it can be really difficult to tune out all of that noise and tune into what actually feels good for you and what actually works best for you. Now, I think this is super freaking important because it's so easy to lose sight of because when you read something where it's like, I just woke up at 5am and I did X and all of a sudden I had everything I wanted, it can make it seem like Waking up at 5 a.m. was the thing. It was that magical thing that made everything else click into place. And what I have found to be true, both in my own business and by being behind the scenes of many more, I can tell you that it is hardly ever just one thing. It is typically a series of things that build up over time and that cumulative mindset shifting that actually leads to big results, right? The cumulative efforts, the cumulative shifts, right? That's why this is called one simple shift is because I really think it's shift after shift after shift that makes these things easier and brings us more ease in our daily life, actually makes it easier to build the business and feel successful and do the things, right? all of it, basically achieve your goals, right? So that's essentially what we're talking about here. But what I think happens is so often when one of those things clicks, when one of those things works, it's so easy to point to it and be like, well, that was the thing. That was the thing that made everything else fall into place, right? So let's just roll with the 5 a.m. example that I was giving earlier. It's so easy to look at that and be like, well, waking up at 5 a.m. was the thing that actually shifted things for me, right? So especially if 
There was a huge influx in revenue right after that. It's so easy to look back at the like closest possible point, closest possible shift and be like, well, that was the thing, right? But if we really break that down, it probably wasn't just waking up at 5 a.m., right? If I woke up at 5 a.m. and like, you know, messed around for five hours after that till 10 a.m., it literally wouldn't make a difference, right? So it's not the act itself of waking up at 5 a.m. that makes you a successful person. It's the ripple effect that has on the other areas of your life and business. Now, I don't think anyone has to wake up at 5 a.m. That is not my point here. I don't wake up at 5 a.m. most days. Totally fine. But this is just one of those like easy examples to go to because I think this is one of those things that is heard a lot, right? Wake up at 5 a.m., have the perfect morning routine, do it like this. And I used to think that that was a requirement for success, which left me chasing this picture perfect version of myself that had the exact perfect schedule that never had anything come up that never had anything shift and when things did shift I felt like I was messing it up so that is part of what I want to talk about here too but I digress let's go back to the 5 a.m example it probably wasn't just 5 a.m that made that shift it's probably all the other things that came with that. So if you're telling me waking up at 5 a.m. was the thing that allowed you to have 30 minutes to yourself in the morning to journal and really make mindset a priority to, you know, have time to, you know, do the dishes before all the other things that you had to do that day, like whatever it is, you're already starting the day from like a more peaceful, grounded perspective that probably feels good to you. Again, none of this is a requirement for success. Just an example. You're starting the day in a way that feels good to you, which of course, when you feel good, you're going to see better results. This is something that I talk about time and time again, because it's something I have found to be so true for myself. I find it to be true with my clients. When you feel good, the actions themselves become easier to take because you're not second guessing every decision. You're not worrying about what so-and-so is going to think if you post that thing. You're not, you know, beating yourself up for not doing the dishes or not getting the workout in or whatever it is, right? You're just feeling better. So the things that you are doing are coming with more ease because you're not so tied up in the mental drama of it all. So that is just something that I think is so important to say here because I think a lot of times when we think of having it all together, we do, we have those kind of go-to examples of waking up early, of getting the workout in first thing in the morning, of having the perfect schedule. And for a long time, I really thought that was that was the thing I was missing, right? I was so convinced that if I just got the schedule down, if I just got my schedule to a point where I wouldn't even say nothing ever popped up, but like if I could just be disciplined enough to follow that schedule, then everything else would be great. Then like, then the business would be growing faster. Then I wouldn't ever be like tired or, which sounds ridiculous as I'm saying it out loud, right? That's just not how these things work. But in my head, it was very much a like, this is how I maximize my energy. This is how I, you know, get everything in that I want to get in. If I can just stick to this, like this is going to be the thing that creates more results. And like to an extent, yes and no, but mostly 
I was just chasing the wrong thing. And I think that's the most important point that I want to make here because this is what I see happen more often than not, which is that the picture perfect version of ourselves becomes the goal instead of feeling good, which is actually what we're after anyway. And I think this is such an interesting thing to notice because it actually doesn't feel that good to not feel like you're living up to this version of yourself that you have in your head. So if you think that like a, the successful version of you looks one way, right? So if I think the successful version of Amanda looks like waking up at 5 a.m., journaling, then meditating, then doing the dishes, then getting dressed and ready and putting makeup on and then sitting down exactly at 9 a.m. and then following my schedule to the dot, every time I do not live up to that, I reinforce the idea that that is the thing that I am missing, right? That is the thing I am chasing. That is the thing I am aspiring to. That is the thing that I am making more important than anything else, right? And the truth is, it actually doesn't matter. And I know I know that this is like one of those things where you hear it and you're just kind of like, I mean, that's nice, but like it actually does matter that I have a schedule and that I do things in this order and blah, 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 right? But like, I would really challenge that. Like if that is coming from a place of that is what genuinely feels good to you and that is what helps you to feel your best, then go for it. Like you do you. I really do believe that. But what I have found to be true with more people than not is that that just becomes a benchmark by which we are constantly failing. And I think a lot of this has to do with cultural programming and feeling like we need to do it all and that like we just have such high standards for how we're showing up in every single area of our life and business. And when we don't live up to those, we feel like shit. Point blank. That's exactly what happens. And what I find there is like when we don't feel good, we just feel like we're getting it all wrong. And when we feel like we're getting it all wrong, we don't really want to show up and do the things that are going to move our life and business forward. So it really does have this like a massive ripple effect on how we move through our days, how we move through our life and business. So it just becomes this enormous mountain to climb because we think that this version of ourself is the thing that will bring success when in actuality, (laughs) the whole point of that version of ourself is to feel good because we think like, oh, I will feel good on the other side of the 5 a.m. wake up and the perfect schedule and the million other things, right? And like the perfect you know, business habits and whatever, right? We think like, okay, if I can just nail all of that, then, then I'll finally feel good. If I can just get everything done on my to-do list, then I'll finally feel good. And it's so backwards because when we make feeling good the most important thing, we get to just skip over all of the other stuff. And here's why that's important. Because it allows you a level of peace. I'm going to go with peace. I was like toying around with freedom, permission. I think all of those things are important too. All of that comes into play. But when we stop making it about being so freaking perfect in all the other areas and start making it about making ourselves right, feeling good, making that the most important thing in all instances, (laughs) 
And I'm, I say all instances, even if we get this to like 80% of the time, right? If we make feeling good the most important thing, the other things become less important. So if I feel like I'm, I was talking to a client about this this morning and we were saying like, if I constantly feel like I am messing it up because there are always dishes in my sink and I am just like always the like the worst person because that's always a thing, the chances that I'm going to want to like go and do the dishes are like minuscule. Same thing is true in business. If I feel like I haven't written an Instagram post in ages and all of a sudden I'm like, I've been beating myself up about that for like three weeks now, the chances that I'm going to all of a sudden want to go and write that Instagram post are like slim to none, right? (laughs) It's just like those two don't live together because it just doesn't feel good anymore. If you can get yourself to a place of feeling good, The actions themselves are easier to take, but the actions themselves like just don't feel as important. If I'm thinking that I have to show up in one certain way, no matter what, like I used to do this with Instagram stories, right? I remember when I was like, so it felt like so intense. Like I had to show up on stories every single day, no matter what. And that's like the pressure I put on that. And then when I didn't, like if something came up or I wanted to like support a client around something they were going through, that was time sensitive. Like all of a sudden it felt like, oh my gosh, like I messed it up. Like I basically like fell off the tracks on the, the like railway to success, right? It's super cheesy, but like that's what's coming to mind here. And then I would just feel like more bad about it. And I wouldn't necessarily want to get back to it. So I just had this like really negative association with doing that when I was like, you know what? It doesn't freaking matter. Like (laughs) it doesn't matter. Like no one is paying that much attention. No one is watching that closely. And even if they were like, they don't even care that much. Right. So when I decided it just wasn't a thing, it was so much easier for me to do. It was so much easier for me to take the actions. But if I had held myself to that standard of all successful people show their face on stories first thing in the morning, every single day, no matter what, oh, that's a lot. It feels like a lot. It feels charged. It feels like an intense thing. If I'm just like, yeah, like I show up on stories when it feels good. I share with my audience when I feel inspired to talk about it. I make a point to you know, show my face on stories regularly. I want to connect with my audience in that way. And that feels really good to me. Do you see how it's, it's just like a more neutral thing. It doesn't feel like this really intense thing anymore. So getting back to it actually just feels that much easier. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm messing it up because successful people show up on stories and I haven't done that. And like, therefore I will not be successful. Like, oh my goodness, so much, right? When it feels like this like neutral thing, all of a sudden I want to do it. All of a sudden it's not like a pressured thing. And some days I did and sometimes I didn't and it just didn't matter. But, and here's the important part, when we make that mean we have to do it or else we won't be successful, we have to have it all together or else we won't be successful. I mean, you guys know, I really believe our thoughts create our experience And that is just like not a belief we want to be really driving home there because it's always going to feel like an uphill climb if you ever slip up, if you ever, you know, are human and miss a day or something comes up. (laughs) 
<laughs> it begins to feel like this like really intense thing. It feels like you can't be successful because of that thing. And that's just not where we want to be, right? We want to be in this place of generally business feels good. Generally, I, you know, follow the things that light me up. When I feel inspired to share, I share. And it just dials down the pressure so much, which consequently is the thing that makes the actions easier and is the thing that leads to bigger results. So, That is one thing I get so fired up about this topic. Like I cannot even tell you because I feel like I was chasing the wrong thing for so long. I felt like I made like this level of perfection so important. And it's interesting because I don't think I framed it as perfection at the time, but I think that's totally what it was. It was like, if I follow this way of doing things, this version of what I think a successful person looks like, then I will see bigger results when in actuality, the shift there was if I focus on feeling good, then I will see bigger results. If I make myself right on the days when I don't get the workout and the chances that I'm going to want to get back to it are so much better. If I'm beating myself up for that and being like, oh my gosh, I didn't get that workout and I like, I feel it. I'm going to feel terrible. Like I can't believe like, I mean, whatever, I'm literally just like making things up here, but like whatever my brain would tell me, the chances that I want to get back and do that are like non-existent. So I think this is such an important thing to talk about because of all of the previous programming, all of the information that is out there that says successful people look like X. Successful people like make their bed every day all the things. If I have to choose between spending time with my husband in the morning before he leaves for work and making my bed, I'm going to choose spending time with my husband almost every single time. I was going to say every single time, but like sometimes he's like showering and doing whatever and like can't really, you know, can't really make that happen. But like most of the time I'm going to choose to spend time with him over make the bed. Does that mean I'm going to be like less successful as a business owner? Does that mean I'm going to be less successful in life? No, of course not. It's like ridiculous that we make these kind of associations, but that's what happens. That's what can happen. And that's what I want to talk about here because it really is the shift of prioritizing feeling good and letting the things that just don't matter as much go because they because they so often rob us of that peace because they so often rob us of that feeling good if we think that you know life has to look one certain way anytime life throws us a curveball which happens if that feels like you can't be successful because of that and that rocks you that deeply every single time it's going to feel hard. Like everything in life will feel hard. Everything in business feels hard. It just makes it that much harder when you can decide that it just matters less because you allow the things that are most important to you to rise to the top. It feels like a weight gets lifted. It just feels like it's so much easier to move through. And I think that's really what we're all after here. We're after that peace. We're after that ease. We're after that, that feeling good the majority of the time. And yet we put so many rules 
in our way of doing that. So many shoulds stand in the way between what it is that we desire and how it is that we think we're going to get there. And I think it's just super interesting to notice because quite honestly, those priorities, like knowing those priorities makes such a massive difference in how you're able to feel good, how you're able to let the other things go. So often I talk to business owners who feel like they need to have it all together before they can finally sell something in their business. And the thing is, when that's your underlying belief, you will always find something to direct your attention to and something that you need to improve before you take that next step. But what I find to be true is that you can make sales in your business in this very moment with the knowledge and the experience that you have now. It is simply the underlying beliefs around that that need to shift so that you can feel more confident and close sales with more ease than ever before. This is how I help so many of my clients to have their first 10K months when they work with me. And this is the underlying belief work that shifts things in a big way. If you're ready to get to the root of those underlying beliefs so that you can close more sales, land more clients, and make more money in your business, because truly, even the smallest shift in beliefs can have a big impact, then I would absolutely love to support you on my free Sincere Sales Coaching Call so that you can take that first step towards shifting those beliefs. I freaking love these calls and I have so much fun on them, so I would love for you to join me. You can grab a time that works for you at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. And I only do a few of these each week. So definitely get in there and grab a time that works for you. I love sleep. I probably need more sleep than most people. I don't know. But if I have like an event the night before, like sometimes my husband will have something after work or heck if we're even like if I have a girl's night and I'm out later because I have to like drive further to where my friend lives, like If I'm just out later at night, there's a pretty good chance that I am not waking up for the workout the next morning, or there's a pretty good chance that the mindset work will get moved to the end of the day, or like something will shift so that I can continue feeling good because I know that feeling good is the number one priority. So sleep is the most important thing there, right? And of course, spending time with my friends or spending time with my husband or whatever the event was the night before, like that that was a choice too. But like things will flux, be in flux depending on what decisions I make. And that's okay, right? So if I'm you know, out later, I'll choose to sleep in the next morning. It may mean some things have to shift the next day and that's totally fine. But I know since sleep is a priority for me, I don't have to make myself wrong about that. It's just like one of the most important things I need to feel good. And that is only going to benefit my life and that is only going to benefit my business. So not making it mean like above all else, I need to um, make sure that I wake up at a certain time and, you know, do this certain schedule is just so helpful in that instance because it makes it easier to let the other things go. So there was a time when I was marathon training or half marathon training. I can't even remember, but I would have to 
um, work out. And I would, I mean, clearly, but like I would go for long runs, right? That's basically the point. Like I would devote more time to working out than I typically would just by way of like needing to get that mileage. In. And it was typically like longer runs, longer mileage, all that kind of good stuff, right? And so there were times when I wouldn't start my day until like 11 a.m. because I would do that first thing in the morning and that's what felt good to me and all the things, right? So if I had had this like, must wake up at 5 a.m., must be working by 9 a.m., must look like this perspective, that would have been really freaking hard. In fact, I think it was really freaking hard for a short amount of time there before I decided that it didn't freaking matter what time I started my work and it could just be okay to start work at 11 a.m., which is typically what happened, right? So in that way, it was so much easier once I gave myself that permission to let that like should, I should be at my desk at this time, go and just embrace what felt good because running was the priority, right? Like there was no way I was going to finish that marathon or half marathon if I didn't train for it. And since I didn't have energy later on in the day to do that, it just felt better for me to get that in in the morning. But that was something I had to come to terms with or else I would have been beating myself up for that the entire time. I would have been like, oh my gosh, this is taking away from my business. I can't, you know, this doesn't make sense. Like I could have totally beat myself up over that and everything would have felt harder. And honestly, that probably would have shifted my circumstances as well because I would have felt guilty about training. I probably wouldn't have felt as good running. I probably wouldn't have like seen as good results there. And then when I got to the business, I'd probably feel kind of crappy because I would have like felt bad about running all morning and be making myself wrong for that. And then every time I, you know, had something to do in the business, I would have been like, oh my gosh, this would have been so much easier earlier. Right. And I think like, (laughs) I'm thinking back because I was speaking about this in hypotheticals, but I actually think that there was a period of time where like those were legitimate mindset hurdles I had to overcome and it's funny in hindsight because you think back on these things and you're like oh yeah I probably did do that but like it doesn't feel as charged it doesn't feel like a thing but anyway so it's just so interesting the way again it's comes back to like we can make ourselves wrong or we can make ourselves right in every instance and like which one do you want to choose because making yourself right is is like is how we prioritize feeling good and prioritizing feeling good almost always yields the best results so that needs to be the priority like above anything else I'm trying to think of more examples for you about how successful people like don't necessarily have to have it all together I I certainly do not feel like I am like I mean, I think I am successful and I think I have an amazing life and business and I'm so incredibly proud of what I created, but like, I would not hold myself to that standard of having it all together either. Like, I don't think I have it all together. Like I'm a human having a human experience just like everyone else. And when you can give yourself that permission, everything else feels so much easier like comes with so much ease. I guess I don't want to say like is all of a sudden really easy because I don't think that's true, but like the other things come with so much more ease. I'm even thinking about this podcast, right? So technically I should have had this episode to the editor yesterday, right? And 
it was like 4.30 by the time I got the things done that I like needed to get done for the day. The other things that were like important, prioritize my own well-being, all of that kind of good stuff. And I was like, you know, I probably could record this episode. I could probably make it happen, but <laughs> it would be it like I just knew in my heart of hearts it was not the episode that I wanted to share with you. It was not the energy I wanted to be in when I shared it with you. And I had to make a choice. I had to make a choice. Do I get it in on time or do I, you know, apologize for it being late and decide that I you know, I would record it the next day. And ultimately that's what I decided because it's so much more important to me that I felt good. And I recorded an episode where my heart and my energy was really behind it, but that was a choice, right? And if I had been holding myself to that standard of having it all together, I probably would have forced an episode. I probably would have like, you know, bent over backwards to get it done. I probably would have like made myself push through, but at what detriment, at what sacrifice? Like, I think that (laughs) that's kind of the question. And if the belief there is that having it all together is what makes you successful, then you're almost always setting yourself up for that, pushing through self-sacrificing, like making it happen no matter what kind of energy. And I just had to decide that that like that was not the belief I wanted to operate my life and business under. That was not the belief that I wanted to have. And at the end of the day, like, yes, it is a priority for me to meet my deadlines. Yes, it is important for me to get things to my team so they can do their job. But I know that if I am not feeling my best, that that is going to have a ripple effect in other areas of my business and my life. And this isn't, by the way, this isn't to say you can't have an off day either. Like I really don't buy into the whole, like we need to be high vibe all the time, or, you know, we, you need to feel good to see big results. Like some of the best months I ever had were right after my puppy Samson had passed. So like, I just don't, best months in business, but I don't, just don't believe that those two have to go hand in hand. But I mean, like overarchingly, me feeling good in my business is the thing that creates bigger results. So that is the thing that I make a priority so I can see those big results. I even think about clients too. My clients who have seen really incredible growth. My clients who are having consistent 10K months, my clients who, you know, have gone from like two to five, 2K to five figure months, like they're doing that because they're making themselves right more often than not. They're doing that because they're making the other things. They are very clear on what's most important and they're letting go of the things that aren't, right? It doesn't mean that they're doing everything perfectly, nor like, nor do any of us do anything perfectly in my opinion, but it's that they've decided what's important to them and they've decided that, you know, they may not get it right all the time and it they, it doesn't need to be perfect. And there's so much grace and so much permission in that and like letting it be messy and figuring it out as you go and all of those things when it doesn't have to be perfect, when you don't have to have it all together and you're allowed to be human, 
the results are the result of that. It's such a funny way to put it, but that's like, that's the thing that allows you to grow with a lot more ease. That's the thing that gives you so much grace and permission in the process rather than chasing having it all together only to be disappointed when you are one human or two that like doesn't create the results that doesn't actually create the success or it doesn't feel like success once you get there so I think it's just such an interesting thing to pay attention to to really notice your priorities to know what's most important to you and to allow that to shift I've gone through seasons where I do wake up at I mean, five is early for me, but like I do wake up at like 5.30 a.m. so that I can prioritize certain things. Or I've gone through seasons where I've purposely not set an alarm and I've slept in because my body just needed that time and needed that extra rest. Like that's okay. But when I allow that to shift, when I allow that kind of fluidity and allow that it to be a season... It feels so much easier when I'm like, no, it must look this way no matter what, because that is what successful people do. And that is how they have it all together. It's it's almost impossible to meet those standards. So it's just such an interesting thing to notice. And I would be curious, like I would get really freaking curious with yourself about where it is that you are creating this vision or this version or chasing this version of yourself that has it all together and I would really ask yourself is that what you want is that really what supports you in feeling good or is that something you feel like you should and I'm using your quotes here should be doing to be successful because that inner curiosity asking yourself those questions is so so helpful really like really reflecting there and really understanding is this actually driven by a desire is this actually driven by a foundation by which you feel good right so like let me see if I can give an example here I know that working out is something that supports me in feeling good. I This is something I know about myself. But with that, I also know that doing the workout no matter what isn't going to support me in feeling my best, right? I know to listen to my body. I know when I need an extra day to recover. I know when I haven't gotten enough sleep and that's more of a priority than the workout, right? So allowing that to flux while still knowing that overarchingly I feel better when I work out is so helpful because then it's not like I have to do this thing no matter what. It's I get to prioritize the things that help me feel good and I get to decide what that looks like. So there's a lot more breathing room there and you can really just allow your priorities to shift. You can allow how you move through your day to shift. You can you know, give yourself just a heavy dose of permission. I'll tell you, like there are days when there are dishes sitting in my sink that don't like, I mean, heck, don't get done that morning, sometimes not even that evening, right? Because other things are just more important. And that's not to say like I live in filth. It's just like, we're all human, right? And sometimes things are going to rise to the top and sometimes other things have to go. And like, that's just okay, right? And same thing is true in business. There are days when 
you know, I really would have liked to respond to an email like that day, but it has to get pushed. And like, that's okay too, because like I said, feeling good is the most important thing, not necessarily having it all together. And when you give yourself that grace in life, it also trickles into your business as well. And I think this is such a beautiful ripple effect because it works both ways. But if you can let yourself off the hook for some of those life things and just make yourself right in those instances, it's so much easier to do in the business as well. I have typos and things all the time, right? Like <laughs> it's, I mean, I read the things I write. It's amazing to me that they still have typos in them, but like that still happens. I've sent out emails that don't have the correct links in them or links that don't work, right? And it's ju- it just has to be okay, you know? Like I decided very early that perfection was not a requirement for running a successful business, and I still believe that to this day. If I never could never send an email out without a typo or a broken link, then I would just never do anything. Like <laughs> like I would never send an email out, right? Because I'd be so terrified or it'd take me 4 hours and I have to read it 20 times. Like you know, it it would make everything so much harder. So when you can extend that grace and permission to yourself in life, it also benefits your business because then you're like, oh, I sent the a broken link. Like, let me just send an email to fix it. It just doesn't feel like such a thing. And it doesn't feel like, oh, I'll never be successful because I had a broken link in my email. Like, that's just not a thing, right? Um, another business example, like I still write my show notes on post-it notes, right? So I draft kind of like quick notes for what I'm going to talk about in podcasts on post-it notes. And I'm sure that I could do it in a Google Doc. I'm sure that it would be better to repurpose it later if it was in that place. I'm sure it'd be easier to write show notes, but it's like, there's, I could probably poke a hole in almost everything in my business if I really wanted to. Like, I'm sure that there is like an opportunity for improvement in every single thing I do, but it's just deciding that I don't have to have it all together in that way. Will I eventually move to a Google Doc? I don't know. Maybe. Like, I tend to really like my post-it notes. I stick them up in front of me. It keeps me on topic, right? It feels more casual. It feels more fun. Feels like more like how I like to roll. I don't know. But my point is like, if I was like, I can never be successful because I'm still writing my show notes on post-it notes and like, what successful person does that? Okay, one, that would be really kind of ridiculous and arbitrary, but like, you can see how we can do that to ourselves in various instances and in various ways. So whether it's post-it notes for you or waking up at 5 a.m. or having dishes in the sink or getting to inbox zero or, you know, batching your marketing content or whatever it is that's coming up for you. I really invite you to get curious about that. I invite you to look at why is it that you think you need that to be successful? Is that something that you actually desire? Is that actually something, a belief that serves you, that helps you to feel good? Or is that something that is actually just standing in the way from you feeling good on a regular basis? And where is there an opportunity to shift that belief? Where is there an opportunity to let things go? And how can you make yourself right? How can you make yourself feel good? and make that the most important thing 
so that the actions come with that much more ease. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope this really helps you to look at the areas of your life where you feel like you need to have it all together in order to be successful, the areas of your business you feel like you have to have it all together in order to be successful, and just know that there are very few things that are an actual requirement for success, if any. So (laughs) I would just keep that in mind too, that you get to choose your own beliefs. You get to choose beliefs that best support you in growing your business and hitting those big income goals and removing these shoulds that we all have. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all have these is what like supports my clients in getting such incredible results. It's what has supported me in getting such incredible results and hitting those big income months. So I really invite you to look at those as well. Decide what you want to be true for you and just you know, not make yourself wrong for it. Decide that success is available to you now. So If you love this episode, if you are loving this myth-busting series and have found it helpful, then I would absolutely love for you to screenshot it, share it out on Instagram, tag me at Amanda Joyce Weber. I love, love, love seeing those because podcasting can be very one-sided. I'm just talking to a mic over here. So I love to know that you are listening and that you are enjoying these episodes and that they are making a difference for you. So if they are, please go ahead, share them out, share them with anyone that it would be helpful for. The more we are able to get these in front of people, get these in front of, I don't know, get these in the earbuds of people who benefit from them, the more, the like bigger difference and bigger impact we get to make as a whole. So I would absolutely be so grateful if you would share that out. And of course, always appreciate honest rating and reviews. So if you haven't had the opportunity to do that, I would so appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you next week for the fourth episode of the Myth Busting series. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, Sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. And that I recorded an energy where my heart, my energy was really behind it. Recorded, I feel like I said that wrong.